The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. So, yeah, like I said, just got back from the shore. I'm a little sunburnt. Um, hey, Mackenzie, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good, yeah. Hot, Fun. right? Yeah, it was like 90 degrees. 90 degrees. My arm is burnt. I have 90, 90 million mosquito bites. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not cut out for Forgot spring. about mosquitoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly. My, my, um, my brother, I just almost just said my <laughs> husband. My brother-in-law goes, what happened to all of us only having to care about Zika? I, now yeah, it's like Zika, oh, Corona. Like literally everything. You could die at any moment. Don't any worry. moment, anything. Yeah. I I don't know if I have mosquito bites or I have, you know, those bugs that people call like no seums. No, I don't think so. They're like you I think they call them that because you literally sorry guys, I'm looking at my hair and my reflection. <laughs> you literally don't see them. Oh. They're like so little. There's these like little gnats. Yeah. And at the boat, we were on the boat and it um was low tide. So all of these bugs started like swarming in because oh. we were docked. And I was just getting like little bites all over yeah they're behind my knees they're between my toes like I'm so itchy right now it's the worst and it's like allergy season two (gasps) you guys I need to tell you about itchy (laughs) corner oh my god (laughs) itchy corner so I get okay it's weird I never grew up with allergies Mm -hmm. like I just wasn't one of those people and now that in my adult life I suddenly have allergies and I don't know how to handle them because it's new right so I, my parents, I kept saying to them for like three summers, I'm like, I'm allergic to your house. Yeah. They're like, there's no way you're allergic to our house. A house, yeah. What I think it is, is that I live in the city and Monday through Friday and there's hardly any trees yeah. or like. Like pollution. No, I mean, no, I was going to say pollution, pollution too. There is. No, po- pollen. Pollen. Yeah, pollen. And um, I was going to say pollution too. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I go to the shore house and it's pollen central and we have itchy corner. <laughs> so itchy corner is this corner in my parents' couch where there's down pillows Oh, yeah. And I think I'm allergic to something in the pillows. It oh. took me summers to realize yeah, this yeah, yeah. because I would sit on the couch and all of a sudden my eyes would swell up. Oh my gosh. I'd start sneezing. Uh-huh. And then even like I've had friends and we'll be sitting on the couch and they'll start getting itchy eyes. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden we noticed it's the itchy corner. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, so I don't sit in itchy corner anymore. Yeah. I avoid it. <laughs> but I also am just super allergic to the to leaving the city yeah exactly Sounds yeah. Insane. <laughs> so yeah so last night I got home and I slept nine and a half hours oh my gosh I just think the allergies take the life out of yeah, me yeah it really does like your eyes get swollen <sighs> and you're stuffy you can't oh breathe God. it's like it's like really horrible it's really horrible my parents it was my dad's 65th birthday so we had um like a barbecue for him outside. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people probably thought I was antisocial because I, I I kept Irish exiting. Yeah. Like I would like talk and then leave and then talk and then leave. Yeah. And I kept going inside. And it was honestly because my eyes were burning yeah. outside. Yeah, it's like unbearable when it gets really bad. Yeah, so I've been taking daytime and nighttime medicine. Um, it's definitely helping a little bit. But – um, yeah, the mirror didn't come just to update you guys on Mirrorgate. Damn. 
I think it's officially come to a close. Um, the mirror couldn't fit in my elevator after all of this. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise that I didn't buy the original one from the Facebook Marketplace girl. Right. Because what if I bought that and then that couldn't fit? Yeah. I would have been like, stuck with it. Yeah. And then she wouldn't have want it back. Like yeah. you already bought it. So oh, yeah. Blessing in disguise. I know. Wow. So mirror didn't fit. I have decided to give up on my mirror dreams. I'm honestly over it. Like I don't even care if my bedroom ever gets finished being decorated because I kind of like how it feels just like empty and serene. Yeah. But I spent the money already. Like I bought Gucci shoes and then I, I'm like, oh, now I have all this money to spend. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to buy some like bathing suits and stuff for the summer yeah. and just put the money to more practical use. Yeah. True. True. Other so, people can see your outfits. So. Exactly. I no was one like, can see the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm over. I know. I'm like, who's seeing this mirror <laughs> aside from me laying in yeah. bed alone? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that I. I just have a few like self-care things that I want to update you guys on. Um, there was this whole thing that happened on Instagram where people were DMing me another brand's merch that was self-care club oh, merch. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And like, you know, it's frustrating, but I didn't invent self-care. And um, it is a buzzy word of the moment. So I'm just going to chalk it up to a coincidence, but... I'm not going to stop with my self-care club because it's something that I hold near and dear to my heart. So what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, I talked last week about wanting to come up with a name for journaling that we could all connect on. And um, a follower of mine DM'd me some suggestions and I have landed on the self-care scribble. Oh. So what we will do is... um, Whenever we're journaling, our self-care scribble, and it's something that we could just keep each other accountable for. Tag me um, during your journaling sessions, and I will be launching um, Manifest and Self-Care Club journals, which I'm really excited about. I like really made sure that the colors were cute and that there was like gold accents, and I got to really customize everything, and I personally need a new journal. So I decided what a better way for us to all make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable with self-care than committing to doing a self-care scribble. So whether that be, you know, once a week, once a day, whatever you prefer, but maybe you could just start a small girl, a small goal of, you know, journaling once a week or Mm -hmm. just getting your thoughts down and, and don't, you don't have to write like you're a professional. You could literally scribble thoughts, stream of consciousness. Yeah, like bullet points even. Yes, whatever you need to just get it out there, put it out, and feel good. So I will let you guys know when those launch. We're waiting for samples. Obviously, I want to make sure they're perfect for you. I also did this um, funny little video on TikTok about Hot Girl Summer and being waxed and vexed. For the summer and there was some demand to get waxed and vaxxed merch so I'd like to say that my t-shirts are now live so if you want to join me in having a hot girl summer wax and vax merch is live again always everything's linked in my bio and then um last thing I'll just update you guys on my own self-care journey I've been continuing to see a personal trainer two times a week city biking to work I don't feel like my body's changed whatsoever, which is like obviously a little discouraging when you're trying really hard to feel stronger or build muscle. But my sister made a good point. She's like, it's been two weeks. Relax. Right. Yeah. 
I think I'm so used to like wanting instant gratification. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, I know my body's this way. My body usually gets kind of stubborn before it ever even budges. Yeah. And I'm really not trying to focus on losing weight. I'm just trying to focus on like feeling good and clothes, feeling confident. And um, it's a journey for sure. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my trainer about <laughs> how my field hockey coach in high school was like, she thought she was training us for the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I've had those coaches before. She thought this was the end all be all. Yeah. We would, she would use intimidation tactics. Yeah. So she would be like, um, she, we would have two a days for preseason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wouldn't tell us if it was going to be a day that we were running on the track or we were running on the field. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. So what she would do is we'd get to practice and we'd all be like, are you putting your cleats on or are you putting right, your sneakers running on? Running shoes, yeah. Yeah, and she wouldn't tell us ahead of time and oh she'd show up, wouldn't say hi to anyone and she would just yell. <laughs> to this day, I have PTSD. Oh my she'd gosh, yell, yeah. Cleats off, sneakers on, oh. down to the track, let's go! And we'd all have to like, just quickly change, grab yes, our water, yep. run down to the track yep. and then she wouldn't tell us how much we were running. Oh my god! So we would, she'd be like, Four laps, go, and right. which is a mile. Yeah. And then we'd finish, and we'd all be like, oh, we're done. And then she'd be yeah. like, four more, go again. Oh, and my she would just, God. Oh, oh, my God. It was. I actually have PTSD, like, just <laughs> from you saying that, because, yeah, my <laughs> soccer coaches, like, used to do that all the time. We would run sometimes, like, three or four miles. I'm th- One time, this girl in high school, someone on the team hooked up with someone else's boyfriend. Oh, my God. And <gasps> it was creating, like, awkwardness on the oh, team. No. Because they wouldn't like pass to each other during games. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's so funny. So our coach was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't care. It was a day that it was raining. So there was like this bulletin board in school and it would say like, um, cancel practice. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. I mean, practice canceled. Yeah, Sorry, because yeah. the rain. Right. She would, it would just say, feel talking practice is still on. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, oh, yeah, she's crazy. So oh, we would go God. out in the pouring rain. Oh. And I remember. <laughs> She made us run, um, she, like do the stairs on the bleachers. Oh, yep, yep. In the pouring rain when everything else was canceled. Oh, my God. When you could literally slip and hit your head and just <laughs> crack it open uh, on those steel bleachers. Oh, my God. Literally traumatized. So, and I was, so I was telling my trainer as we were working out, I was like, you don't understand. Like, I used to be super athletic and, like, even not, I mean, wait, okay, backtrack. I wasn't super athletic. More in shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would But, like, say. playing sports, you're just, like, you don't need to work out or anything. You're just always have practice and stuff. Like, that, that was, like, it was yes. in high school. Yeah. So, I was saying to him, I was, like, even when I was in tip-top shape running, like, three miles, mm-hmm. I would finish last. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm slow and I'm not naturally muscular. Mm-hmm. Like, some people just are born with abs. Right. Like, we call them the amoroso arms in my family because, <laughs> like, all the boys in my family are, like, so unathletic. They, yeah. like, can't throw a ball. And, like, <laughs> All my cousins have like spaghetti arms. Oh my god, that's so funny. So we call them the Amoroso arms. So I was trying to explain to him, I'm like, I'm while I'm an average athlete, like I would say I'm actually pretty average. Like I could I could hang. Yeah. I'm not built athletically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he like I don't know why I was like making him crack up and he <laughs> I said to him, you know, in college, like we used to call people like me NARPs. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, what's a NARP? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, non-athletic regular person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A non-athletic regular person yeah. is a NARP. Yep. So I was saying, I'm like, now I'm a NARP. And he was like dying. Yeah. He was like, okay, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say you're a NARP. I'd say you're a MARP. 
a medium. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Or like a moderately athletic yeah, yeah, yeah. regular person. Right, exactly. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That would be like, yeah, I played like I played sports in college, but it was club sports, so it wasn't like the varsity team. So yeah, I was like a medium level, like a marp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like cracking up. Um, so I'm trying. Like it's one of those things where I could really keep up in the class. Obviously, I'm dying, yeah, sweating, right, but. It's tough. And also one thing I've never really spoken to you guys about is I have a freaking hip injury. Oh. It's not, I wouldn't say it's an injury. It's I was born that way. I have a, like an outer rotation where my alignment's kind of messed up and it kind of throws off the entire right side of my body. Oh, okay. So I'll be in so much pain. So I'm trying to work with him to strengthen my muscles and strengthen my hip and do all of these things. So like that gets discouraging sometimes too, because I'm trying my best to work out and be my best self, but I'm dying in pain. Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating. So it's been a journey. I'm trying to, like I said, I want to feel stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully over time, I think I'm going to do two days a week with him. And then he said he'll start giving me homework. Oh my gosh. Where <laughs> I could do like one other day by yeah. myself. Like at home workout or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I've really just been trying to stretch. Oh my God. I'm so bad at stretching. <gasps> like. I'm so bad. I like. Yoga is my worst nightmare because I literally can't even touch my toes Wait, when I bend down. Does yoga hurt your wrists? Um, I haven't done it in so long. I did hot yoga twice because when, again, back to high school sports, <laughs> randomly, my soccer coach thought it would be a good, fun bonding experience oh, no. to all go to hot yoga because there was this <laughs> new place that opened in our town at the time. And it was just, I hated it so much, but I'm, I'm so inflexible. So that's why I hated it. It just like doesn't work for me because I'm in pain. It's not like relaxing. I 100% agree. And we don't talk enough about the trauma of high school sports. Oh, I, oh my gosh. I actually feel triggered. <laughs> I could, I have a high school basketball coach that I actually hated and I will fully admit it. I hated him so much. And I, to this day, like I am three, two, three years out of college. I don't even know. Yeah. Three years out of college. And if somebody brings up like one thing about him, I could go off for hours (laughs) about all these moments that he like screwed me and all this stuff and how disrespectful he was. Like literally I am like so removed from it, but I just, I just hated him. So I still, I've my, my, okay. This is the worst part. My field hockey coach was also the lacrosse coach and I played both. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. So there was no escaping her and she yeah. didn't like me because I, I'm very chatty. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember her being like, Oh, the peanut gallery over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're commentate. like, you're in the middle, like <laughs> starting the drama. <laughs> yeah. And so this is what pissed me off. Same thing. I'm triggered. <laughs> I was good enough to play varsity as a freshman, but yeah she wouldn't pull me up to varsity yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So she pulled up six freshmen to play varsity. Mm-hmm. And I remember to this day, one of those people literally did not play one game, oh but she God. got the varsity letter yeah, yeah, yeah. and she got to practice with varsity. Right. She wouldn't put me title on varsity, but I played in six games that year. Wait, really? Six varsity games. What? She would pull me up. How is it even possible? Play me, not give me the letter. It pissed me off because I was like, I don't get the recognition. Right. And then I had... I've literally never heard of that. That's crazy. Oh, I don't know. She was really rude. And then... This is what else. So I got in trouble for cheating in high school. Oh my god! Like on in school? Yeah, not on oh, a, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, not on a boyfriend on the yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll be honest with you guys. So the intent to cheat was there. Yeah, I 
didn't cheat. So what happened oh. was I went to my science class. I was going to totally cheat. I had um, a piece of paper in my pocket that I wrote answers or like oh facts gosh. on, folded it up, put it in my denim skirt pocket. Yeah. During the test, I realized I'm not going to be able to get this paper out of my pocket. Yeah, without it. And so I was in like a short denim skirt. So I kind of like put my hands on the side of it to shimmy and like move it down. Yeah. And the teacher walks up to me and she's like, what did you just put in your pocket? Oh. oh. And I was like, nothing. Yeah. And she's like, empty them right now. Oh, no. I emptied the pocket. It's there. There. Obviously. So then she sends me to the principal's oh, office. no. I'm telling the principal I did not cheat, uh, even though I totally had intent to, but yeah. I, I actually didn't. So right. I was like, I didn't cheat. I was studying. Bef- this was a lie. I was right. studying before the test. So I had written down some things to remember. Mm-hmm. Didn't bring like a backpack to class. So I just put it in my pocket. Yeah. And it was so crazy because the p- principal was like, I believe you. Yeah. But it has to come from the teacher. She has to be the one to dismiss this. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher refused. Oh, my God. So I got in school suspension. Oh, my God. (laughs) So as I'm going back and forth trying to negotiate with the principal to not get in school suspension, my mom was involved, everything. Oh, gosh. I didn't tell my field hockey coach because I didn't want to go to her and tell her my crime until it was solidified. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I didn't tell her. Oh, no. (laughs) Two days go by. She calls me into her office. And she's like, honestly, it was so mean. She was like, you are despicable. Uh, I am disgusted by people that cheat. You will never make it far in life. Oh, my If you're a cheater. Oh, you don't. I gave you two days to come to me and you didn't. You're a coward. You're a coward. Oh, my God. You're like, I'm in high school. I'm sorry. I just want to get good grades. I swear to God. And then so that happened. Wait, guys, now I'm just on a tangent. Then I went to go visit my boyfriend at college when I was a senior. And because I missed a game, she benched me the entire season and I didn't play once my senior year. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I, one time, actually, this is a funny story. When I was like a junior or I, mean, I was like a sophomore or something, I remember my mom won me tickets. You know, Cody Simpson? Yes. She like, won me tickets on the radio to some private Cody Simpson Cute. concert. I know there was probably like only like 30 other people there. So at the time, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Cody Simpson was kind of up and coming then and he was so young, whatever. And I remember I had to miss one single practice. And I remember I was like, I have to tell him because if it gets back to him that I lied and said I had yeah. a doctor's appointment and I told him and he was just like, okay like yeah well you're gonna be like sitting out for a while meanwhile I never played anyway because he just hated me so much and like I always sat the bench so I was like okay great so just like every other game and then it was just like you just never play again yeah exactly but it was like it was one game and then we were ended we ended up like losing by a lot so I still played in the game because it was like I'll put Mackenzie in who what what worse could she do we're already losing by 50 (laughs) I love how this happened to both of us I know and also just to kind of paint the picture guys of like how I was in high school because I told you I was such a bad student I also during lacrosse one year we had a lacrosse team party that turned into like a full-blown rager drink. Oh it was like God. my first time heavily drinking oh, yeah. ever because yeah. I think I was trying to show off like yeah I could drink right yeah blacked Hang. out right of course like, so the drunkest I've ever been in my entire mm-hmm. life like I learned my lesson that day thank yeah. God in high school yeah and I was 
playing the game and then going to the bathroom and throwing up and then playing. Oh my god! Wait, that's <laughs> iconic. My parents were like, "You're still playing in the oh, game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, is god. this a sports podcast? <laughs> this is Barstool Sports. I was just gonna say Barstool Sports didn't realize they were hiring an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I feel like anyone that played high school sports would like have the same exact experience as this. It's, it's like, literally traumatizing. But and then you think about it now, you're like, I worried so much about what about nothing. Like I was so worried for missing one single high school varsity bat. Like I was so upset that Devastated. I was going to miss it, and I like was so nervous to go talk to my coach. It's like, what did that literally did nothing for me? Like I'm not in the WNBA right now. It didn't matter that I missed <laughs> so one true. practice. I sat the bench anyway. We also one more story, and then I'll get into my interview because now I just love this so much <laughs> we um had a curfew oh yeah uh before games so col- the coach coach I was just gonna say her name the coach would um say I'm gonna call you at 10 p.m if you're not home you can't play oh my god so we had a curfew she so crazy. she's so crazy <laughs> and then we were all so scared but obviously our moms were like we'll lie for you right. or like you yeah, should yeah. be just stayed home but there was this one girl my friend gina on the team who's my friend's cousin and like gina gave zero fucks yeah and gina would be like whatever i'm throwing a party who yeah, cares yeah, yeah, yeah. who's coming right and i was always like admired her because she was you're younger than me and she literally didn't care, care at all so she would just throw a rager right and be like whatever she can call me if she wants and yeah. we would just go to gina's that's so <laughs> funny oh my god but i was so scared of her like she would call us she would yeah. check in on us this woman again we were in high school yeah i know it's like when, when you're in it it seems like such a big deal but really when you think about it now you're like wait that none of that mattered whatsoever it was fun at the time but why was i worried i know and my friend was um my friend played field hockey in college and yeah. she said i think it was like d1 or d3 i forget yeah and she was like it was a walk in the park compared to what we went through. Yeah, in high but school. yeah, even still, like even if you go on to play college, it's like you're probably not going to go play professional, like in the Olympics or whatever. So why are we making this such a big deal? I know. But, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed taking a, a walk down memory lane with me. I am going to get to my interview now with Brianna Chicken Fry. That's not her last name. It's like Lop. Pangea or something but um that's what she goes by on social media you guys probably know her from tiktok she's also my barstool co-worker so i'm gonna get into that interview with her get all of the tiktok tea and then we will spill the tea so here's my interview okay guys i am back with brianna chicken fry aka how do you say your real last name lapaglia Lapaglia. Yeah. Well, it's really Lapaglia, but no one says it like that. So Lapaglia. I was saying this to Rhea once. I'm like, I feel like we're all Italian. Every single person besides Kelly Keegs because she yeah. clearly is an Italian. But everyone, all else. of us are so Italian. I know. I love it. It's awesome. Just by chance, too, which is so weird. It's so weird. So it's like Daniela is too. I think because her last name is like I can't even say it, but yeah. it looks Italian. No, yeah. all of us. It's yeah. so it's so ironic. Um, I want to get into it because my audience, you're younger than me, obviously. So. They probably, half of them know, half of them don't know you. So I want to get into just like your whole coming to be here at Barstool. Okay. So you went, like you started TikTok Mm -hmm. while you were still in college, right? Still in college, yeah. And then how did it come to be that you got the internship at Barstool before you started here? 
So I was making TikToks. I think I started, I want to say like a year and a half ago, actually like making videos and like, eh, maybe like people actually like this shit because like one blew up and I was like, hmm, maybe I could do this because I wanted mm. to be like a YouTuber when I was little. And um, I got a DM from the Barstool main account and I thought that they were going to ask to post my video oh. and I was going to say no because it was like, I know what the Barstool comments are. Like it's, yeah. it's horrible. So I was like, um, yeah, like what's up? And um, they were like, "Let's, what's your email? Gave them an email three months later. They flew me out here. I, like, met everyone. And then I signed an internship in May. My internship lasted a week. I think I was, like, the fastest internship in fucking Barstool <laughs> history. And then it was just full time. And it, the rest is history. Wow. That's so crazy that they literally scouted you. Yeah. Isn't that wild? It is. But we also all have the most untraditional stories of getting hired here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's like, I guess it does make sense. And now people, because I tell that story on my podcast yeah. all the time, because it's like a reoccurring question. How did you end up at Barstool? Mm -hmm. Now everyone is like making content to try and get scouted and i'm yeah. like you can't don't like try like if you try too hard it's like obvious and you know like people are gonna be like uh, oh, what the fuck that's like me because i dm dave and he answered now everyone's like uh, yeah, I, yeah i told everyone i started my dm with hear me out mm -hmm. and now everyone's dming me hear me out here mm -hmm. and i'm like first of all i don't have like the power to hire you no second of all it was just like things just happen sometimes mm -hmm. and you can't repeat the formula no it just happened yeah exactly like you were that one lucky dm he read it he liked it and yeah so not gonna go through all of them do you know how many people dm him a day probably asking for a job so people many. dm us every day asking uh -huh. for a job and we're like can't fucking give you a job no but you just reached one million on tiktok congratulations yes, thank you that's huge it's crazy it's like i uh, i when i hit a hundred thousand i remember i was like this is wild a hundred thousand people follow me and now a million i like can't even grasp it it's like insane it's really hard to grasp that number yeah because it's like, it doesn't feel real it's kind of like who are these people like it mm -hmm. feels like okay all these people follow me but you almost can't visualize like where they are in the world or no. I, I don't know it's so weird it just doesn't feel like I feel like even at a hundred thousand it felt more real because I was like wow this is crazy and now a million I'm like it doesn't feel, it's like fake mm -hmm. like it just doesn't feel real to me I know it's so crazy I think one of the coolest things that's been a result of you working here is the fact that you were able to go on BFFs mm -hmm. which obviously is with Dave like mm -hmm. and Josh who has yeah. millions of followers like I think that is one of the best opportunities oh, that any sure. employee could get pulled into and you for got sure. it I got so lucky so I don't even like remember how that happened I, it was like I think there were three or four episodes in and it, it just like wasn't hitting like it was like two guys so opposite where like mm. Josh was just kind of following Dave's lead and it was like it was too bro-y yeah he so, didn't have his voice yeah yet. yeah it was just like I don't know they, they weren't like reaching an audience that people didn't really enjoy it because it was just like two men bickering and then they asked me to come on one but I didn't even have a camera I was sitting where she is sitting yeah and I was like just behind on the third mic saying randomly like putting one word in but like as it went on and the dynamic got better it was just so much better having a female's perspective and also me because I'm like so in on TikTok you know mm -hmm. and now I sit with Dave and I'm like way more involved and I think it, it just like the dynamic is so much better with a female I 100% agree and you're also that age yeah. where you're in it. Mm -hmm. And like the coolest thing that I think it did for you just from like a marketing perspective is like it completely just aligned you with all of those TikTokers exactly, now. Yeah. Like we see you hanging out with like Josh and Griffin mm -hmm. and it's like I'm so I'm sure so many girls that follow you that's their 
dream. Oh, I know. You know? I know. I know. And it was so, it was actually so weird the first time, like, I really hung out with Griffin and Josh, mm-hmm. like, outside of, like, a work setting. Like, we were hanging out. We are doing whatever. It was like, these were just, like, normal fucking kids and they have 25 million people following them every move they make i can't even imagine how stressed out they are every day like they were like "Ah," because they had an hour to not work i was like you are being worked like dogs but they love it and they work so hard and you you wouldn't think tiktokers work hard Mm -hmm. but it was like amazing i was like amazed at these kids like josh is 19 two years younger than me and i like look up to him I know. Well, I look up to him. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you. I think he's one of those people that is going to be extremely successful yeah. in whatever he does. Whatever he does, because I don't think he stops. He like doesn't give up. Yeah, there's just like those people that you look at them and you're like, they're a born entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe that he's going to like be so incredibly successful. Yeah. Um, I know it's it is crazy to see and. Like, you're kind of thrust into this world, and you've had, like, your own fair share of internet drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Can we dig into the whole, um, like, Victoria drama, how you guys are now friends? Oh, yeah, we could dig What's into What's her last that. name? Victoria what? P? Um, it's, that's not her real last name, but oh, Paris, yeah. Paris. Okay, yeah. so you guys, you made a video. She mm-hmm. thought you were talking about her. Mm-hmm. You weren't. Mm-hmm. Internet beef ensued. Yes. And now everyone sees you guys hanging out. Yeah. Like, what is it like being involved in controversy like that? Okay, so that one was, that one was wild because her fans are hardcore. Crazy. They are, like, occult. They're crazy. And she, like, like she sicked them on me. So mm. my whole comment section was getting flooded. And I was hungover. I took a nap. I posted that video, woke up, and I'm like, what the fuck? That video was literally, like I said in the video about someone I met last night. So whatever, we're arguing, we're arguing. I don't even know how it came about. I think she DM'd me on Instagram because she kind of realized that she looked a little a little crazy yeah. for just assuming it was about her. Which, like, I get it. Like, it's, it's so easy to get wrapped up in drama mm-hmm. on the internet. So I, like, responded. We went out for drinks, like, the next day. And I was like, oh. It's so stupid that we let people on the internet, especially TikTok, like just pit people against each other for no reason. Like it was because we were both at the same amount of following. We're kind of blowing up at the same time. It's like they wanted to wanted us to hate each other. Same age range. Yeah. Yeah. Both in New York City. Mm -hmm. Like I think the internet just wanted us to hate each other and we almost fell for it. And like, thank God we met up and she's she's wild. She's one of the craziest person like (laughs) I've ever met in my life. But I love her and I think she's also going to be fucking huge. Yeah, it's so funny how that happens because I have a group chat with some, like, East Coast TikTokers, mm-hmm. like, ones that you probably know, like, Remy Badar and, yeah, Louis yeah. F- like, Levante and all these people, Kate, and mm-hmm. we all talk, and it's nice because we almost, like, support each other because sometimes, like, one person will get pulled into drama, or yeah. and they'll just, like, need, like, a sounding board mm-hmm. to be, like, am I overreacting? Or, mm-hmm. because we're all trying to navigate having these platforms, yeah. and sometimes like we're not trained for this at all we got thrown into it I wouldn't I would say that we all have no clue what we're doing you know I think the best thing though about you is that you don't you kind of don't succumb to the whole I'm just gonna apologize because that's what people want to hear oh never will I ever yeah you'll be like no I'm not sorry because I don't feel bad yeah yeah like I don't feel like I will apologize when an, an apology is deserved or I did something wrong or like I actually offended someone but that's why that's why so many people fail and so many people are so like get thrown off of social media or canceled because they just listen and they're like yes I'm so sorry and then they're pushovers yeah and then if you admit to something that you didn't do 
automatically you're guilty, automatically you're canceled. It's like, don't let people walk all over you. They're internet trolls. They want yeah. to see you be canceled. I feel that way a lot with like social issues. Like when things are going on in the world, people will be messaging me like, say something, say mm-hmm. something. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to say something when I want to, when I feel it's authentic to my and belief system. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to because you're bulldozing me into exactly. something. Say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I've just never taken that approach. Ever. And then when I do put out something, finally, people appreciate it because I'm not reposting a freaking meme. Exactly. And I'm actually talking from my heart. Yeah. It's like, I feel like we almost sometimes get like bullied into mm-hmm. saying something that we don't Speaking know what we're. Things. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, just as long as you trust your gut mm-hmm. and your unapologetic and apologize for the right things and Mm -hmm. you just have to have a good like pulse on that but exactly I feel like I'm 30 you're how old 21 yeah you're so young to like be navigating all of this yeah it is crazy it is scary but I think I don't know I feel like I've with social media I haven't changed at all like even Mm -hmm. with the following I've always been like kind of fuck you I'm gonna say whatever I want like I'm gonna unapologetically be myself so I think that just being my personality has helped me on social media only because now social media is so scary. Like you can get canceled for anything, saying anything. So I think you just have to go into it with a, this is me. You love me or hate me. Don't follow me if you don't like me. Yeah. Kind of personality, you know? No, I think that's so true. And I'm just always amazed because I feel like it kind of like you had to leave college to work here. Yeah. So like you're growing up here Mm -hmm. and sometimes I have to, like, I'll think about that. I'll see the way, like, you party and, like, Rhea and everyone. And I'm, like, I'm just, like, I've been there and, like, I did that in college. Mm-hmm. And I was that exact same way when yeah. I was your age. Yeah. But I didn't have the responsibility of having a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> so when I look sometimes, I'm, like, how are they doing? Like, I give so much props because it's a really interesting mm-hmm. situation to be in. It is. It is crazy, actually. And now I actually realized I recorded my podcast before this and I said this on my podcast and I realized it was crazy. I was like, I'm going to Miami. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to have like, I'm going to party and go crazy. But I was like, I'm going to get so much good content out of it though. Like it's work as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I look at everything now as even fun shit. I'm like, well, that's work and that's going to be content. It's kind of a weird world that I'm living in. It's like mm-hmm. all the fun at once, but also you got to make a story out of this. You got to make a podcast out of this. You got to make a video out of this. Yeah. It's weird. I've been living that world for like six years because I did this all on Instagram before. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where I never wanted, I feel like Gen Z is a little bit better about this because you're all super social savvy. But a lot of my friends, like I'm the most social savvy Mm -hmm. of us. So I never wanted to infringe on their plans by me having to shoot content and making them stop. Like say we're all going to Miami for a weekend and they're Mm -hmm. paying using their hard earned money. Mm -hmm. I didn't want them to have to stop what they were doing to film me doing something because I signed up for it. They did it. And I always was like hyper aware of that so Mm -hmm. like I took a trip to Thailand with my college friends and I would bring a tripod and shoot my content before they woke up Mm -hmm. or do things so I'm not bothering other people because I'm like I'm aware of the fact that this might be annoying to them yeah exactly do you ever feel that way or is it different because your audience like your friends are also probably on their phones Mm -hmm. so it's probably a little different I know I I feel that 100% I it's definitely probably more for you because your friends aren't like making TikToks or whatever but I sometimes feel like a burden because I'm like, well, I have to, like, I have to record this. I have to get this on. Like, I, I feel like I don't want them to think I'm using them for content or like pulling a David Dobrik and being like, and then you don't want to feel self-centered either. Like me, 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 me. Exactly. But so what I found that works with my friends, my friends are also all kind of crazy. So I 
they're like characters in my vlogs or yeah. like in my videos so they like enjoy being in them i'm not like hey record me i'm like hey i'm gonna record mm-hmm. you they're like oh thanks like you want to put me in there you love me yeah. so i guess we kind of just figured out the dynamic but i know with certain friend groups i can't do that like i have my friends that i can and the ones that i gotta put my phone away exactly mm-hmm. it's like a weird fine line that i don't think people from the outside maybe notice yeah what was it like because you would have been graduating this year from college or yeah no? i would have graduated like a week ago a couple weeks ago was that like a really hard time for you seeing all of your friends so I went graduate? back I went back to school for graduation weekend because I I was in this like weird feeling if I don't go I'm gonna feel like a shitty friend and I'm gonna like miss out on that last like hoorah because mm-hmm. I was there for four years I yeah. feel like I want to be with them for it but then I was like I don't want to go because I don't know how it's going to make me feel if it's going to make me feel like did I make the right decision on dropping out like I missed out on all of this with my best friends and I went back and it was kind of a mixture of both but I I, I guess you just have to look at it as you just took a different path than them and like it's not sad it's just that part of your life's over you at least got to have like majority of your time in college god thank god like it's not like you missed all of it yeah like so you got your taste yeah yeah Yeah. Rhea came she didn't even like barely go to college at least I got like three and a half years yeah I think that is like a blessing Mm -hmm. um because you kind of got blessed to both worlds Mm -hmm. but like my senior year was like everything to Mm -hmm. me so I like empathized with Mm -hmm. the fact that your boyfriend still goes there yeah and you had to navigate like it's not easy no no to do that (laughs) it was crazy but I selfishly I'm like well it was COVID so the year kind of sucked thank god like I dropped out this year because they didn't really get to have like the crazy senior year oh that's so true I was like I didn't miss out on that much because COVID kind of ruined their shit too let me just drop out that was half the reason I did drop out if there was no COVID and there was like no if because I was all online when I dropped out. So if I was in person, I wouldn't – I was still going to stay in school and then move to New York when I graduated. Oh, so it was – I totally get your decision. I would have yeah. done the same thing. Yeah. It was, like I paid my rent for the whole year because I was like staying. But Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fascinating. I, I think it's just, yeah, an interesting dynamic. Did you feel like when you – I don't know how to ask this because it's like kind of hard for you to answer without being like, yeah, I'm the shit. But like, <laughs> do you feel like people when you went back for graduation treated you differently because when you had left, not your best friends, but like mm-hmm. people that you were acquaintances with look at you differently now because you have this massive social media following? You know, like there's always my friends, of course, were like the same because they were dealing with it when I lived there. But like, you know, the people you associated with and just like a random acquaintances, they give you more time and act more interested in you. They're finally like asking you questions about your life. And I'm like, you never asked me Trying how to I'm you, doing yeah, on their stories. Yeah. It's like, uh, and I get it. I do. But at the same time, it like, I, I know what you're doing. I'm not stupid, but mm-hmm. I, of course I'll take a picture with you. And of course I'll be nice to you. But like, I know you're not my friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. It's creepy. <laughs> um, I know. So we talk a lot about mental health on the podcast mm-hmm. and I want to dig into it is your, like, I feel like your podcasts are very much like you in your lone, you alone in your room. Like you said, yeah. I think I'm one podcast using it as like a diary. It's basically. literally just like, let's take a trip inside my head every episode. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what you're going to get because I'm fucked up. But, but yeah. do you feel like mental health is something you struggle with? Oh yeah. 100% daily. I talk about it every week. 
I think mental health, at least talking about it, is the most important thing. Um, I'm still, like, scared to go to therapy, and I, like, admit mm. that, and I talk about that. But I think it's all about, like, just finding your balance and, like, actually admitting that you have something yeah. wrong. <laughs> Are you scared to go to therapy because you don't, you're not ready to confront things? Because I know if I go into therapy, I'll make it like a stand-up set and I'll try to like make her laugh and like I will tiptoe around things yeah I won't know what to talk about and I know it's not like that and I'd probably be fine but I'm just I think I'm too like awkward I think you have to like mentally come to the point where you're ready to do it yeah yeah but you're not no I think I will get there yeah I think so also it's expensive oh my god it's so expensive (laughs) I was joking I was like okay so when I stop paying my therapist um I'll probably get a car yeah. Because that's how much money. Literally. I'm not even kidding. It's crazy. I'll probably lease a car. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so just ridiculous. Waiting to be fixed. <laughs> yeah. Can you fix me so you get a car, please? But another thing that I saw you talking about recently was body image. And like you're mm-hmm. so thin in my mm-hmm. eyes, but it's still something you struggle with. Oh, yeah. So what, like, what is that journey like for you? Uh, well, for me, it's kind of like... I grew up being super skinny always. Mm-hmm. Like I eat like I should be like super big because I eat like crazy. I would always be trying to gain weight in high school. Like the comments like, oh, you're a stick, eat a cheeseburger, mm. all that shit. The shit that people like think doesn't hurt, but it does when you're so skinny, you're trying to gain weight your whole entire life. It hurts both ways. Yeah, Whether exactly. you're too big or you're too small. Like exactly. It still hurts. It's, it. it's just like body positivity should be whether you're tiny, whether you're huge or in between. It's for body positivity, all bodies. But I think um, what kind of was the hardest part was high school where I really, really struggled with it because that's when you're like trying to fit in. You're Mm. trying to like be hot, whatever you like talking to boys (laughs) for the first time. And I struggled with it a lot. When I got to college, I actually like gained weight and I was like happy for the first time. (laughs) And then I started doing sports and I lost it all again. And I don't know. I just don't think I'll ever be like comfortable talking about my, I just don't like when people comment negatively or positively on my body. I'm like, why do we have to talk about it? Why do we have to always comment on bodies? Because then when it's positive, then you're like, oh, so I looked like shit before. Yeah. And it's like, you know, why does it matter? My body's the least interesting thing about me. So Mm. I I don't understand why it always has to be a topic of discussion. I understand like being positive about it, but it's not, it doesn't need to be talked about all the time. No, I think that's, I think that's a good point to make. It's like, I feel that way too. Sometimes it's like, what about all the other things I have going on for me? Exactly. Yeah. Like why is this what we're thinking about or focused on yeah. or like everyone I'm sure every single person whether they have the best body in the world or the worst body in the world everyone at one point is like I fucking don't like how I look so it's everyone, everyone. so it's like why do we even need to make it a point of like reference that we need to talk about bodies it's like whatever everyone's doing their own thing everyone looks good in their own way I totally agree mm-hmm. um I normally do this thing called ask Alyssa where people ask me advice but I'm gonna do ask Brianna I'm, I'm gonna ask you some questions okay, that people let's submitted. Do it. Um, okay, we answered this one about getting involved with Barstool. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's good. Her long-distance relationship and why Nick won't move to New York City. Oh, my God. I want to smash my head <laughs> off this. Long-distance relationship is one of the hardest things to do. One of, so hard. One of the hardest things I've ever done. This one especially because, like, just so much of my life is going on right now. And I'm, like, I'm, like, barely have time for a relationship. Yeah. Like, little – a long-distance one. So – um why he's not moving here is because 
First of all, it's expensive to move here. Very, especially if you're just graduating. Just graduating. It's almost impossible to like find a well-paying job when you're just graduating in yeah. New York City. So he's trying to get on his feet in um, Ohio. He just got a job. And, oh, good for him. Yeah, so I think long-distance relationships suck, but if it's the right person, it's worth it. So I'm trying to make it work. Yeah, he seems he seems sweet from what yeah. I see. Yeah. I think, look, I was in a long-distance relationship when I was in college, mm-hmm. and it was definitely hard yeah <laughs> and I think it's easy to like kind of feel like friends and lose some of that yeah. like chemistry because you're just like hey what's going on what, what are you up to today yeah. you need to like keep things like interesting but mm-hmm. at least you guys get to see each other yeah now that you're working you could fly out to see him mm-hmm. whatever it may be mm-hmm. but I agree I mean it's it's definitely tough and mm-hmm. I think the stuff that was probably tough for him was when um Griffin made that comment about Oh, that was horrible. That oh, was horrible. Oh like, I'm still, like, paying for that. Like, he brings it up once a week at so least. So what happened was, I thought it was a joke instantly. I didn't even think yeah, he was in sync. of course. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they you were away in Miami. Yeah, I was in Miami for BFFs. Yeah, with Griffin and Josh. And Griffin came to your hotel room and mm-hmm. was like, I need you to trim my arm hair. Yeah. And armpit hair. Armpit hair. And you put on TikTok the story uh-huh. saying that you trimmed his armpit hair and he has bushy armpits. Yeah. I saw your TikTok. I was yeah. dying. It's so funny. So then Griffin retaliated being like, Brianna also has a bush. Saying I have a bush. Like, Griffin, in what world do you think you can say that? Immediately people are going to be like, well, they hooked up or okay, something. Okay, I think so. But at in Griffin's defense, like – obviously yeah. he was kidding yeah like us like, obviously but his fans are are 12 true yeah. fair but in my head i'm like obviously he doesn't know if she has a bush or not yeah, like exactly I, I thought it was so obvious that it, it was, was a joke yeah yeah I, I honestly i was like oh good one that's honestly hilarious but so then everyone yeah so then everyone's like she has a boyfriend griffin's now it's like everyone thinks you have a bush yeah i'm like what the <laughs> fuck dude i had literally posted a bikini picture the next day and i'm like just so you know i don't have a bush everyone it's like it's, sticking out the sides yeah, i should have edited and that would have been funny if I did um, that. <laughs> but like honestly I understand too from your boyfriend's perspective if you're hanging out with these people they have 20 million followers these yeah. hot guys these heartthrobs yeah, I get it if I was your boyfriend I'd be so, be so jealous imagine if the, I, I was like okay let me put myself in his shoes Addison Ray comes up to his room she he shaves her legs for her for her <laughs> and then she tweets Nick has a bush I would break up with him. So, like, I fucking get it. I get why he was pissed. So, that is the best example ever. Yeah, like, I 100% understood where he was coming from. And I was like, listen, I didn't ask Griffin to tweet this. Like, I didn't touch him. I literally was like, actually, no, you trim your own armpit hair. It was bad. I felt horrible for my boyfriend. I feel bad for him, too. But he got over it. Thank God. Kind of. Well, because, like. It really was innocent, but it just the optics of yeah, it just yeah. seem seem worse. Not good, not good. <laughs> um, this is interesting because I don't. So it says, "How is the culture working with so many women?" It's not that we work with so many women; we work yeah, with the women. Yeah. But I don't know. We kind of work for ourselves, honestly. Yeah, I, that is like a, a weird question because usually it's the opposite. I know. Like, that's why I'm like, how's hmm. it working with all men? But I think, I guess in your case, working with Rhea and Kelly on a podcast. Yeah. I think working with women is just harder because everyone, not harder, but you have to navigate like everyone wants, how do I say this? Because I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm like, (laughs) I hate women, but it's definitely harder to work with women just because we're so 
like not looked at so it's like everyone wants to be the center of attention everyone wants to make sure that they're the best so it's like everyone's fighting to be like the best woman Mm. or whatever true like the boss bitch yeah just like everyone wants to be like because we have to work 10 times harder than men you know so it's like working with three women at once and we're all like balls to the wall of course it's going to be a little hectic but I'd way rather work with women than men totally so. I've only <laughs> ever worked with women before coming here yeah ever really yeah because I was in like the girliest industries I True. only worked with girls or gay guys and like I so I feel like I could almost handle any type of like female personality mm-hmm. because I bet like I worked for the devil wears Prada like yeah. that was my life oh, that's so wild. I feel like I know how to navigate women yeah. And, like, handle them differently. and But I like how direct men are. Yeah. Because it's just, like, you know where you stand. Exactly. So, not that, I mean, some women are that way as well, but it's just different, dyna- like, it's, workplace it's dynamics. Different. Yeah. It's wild. Okay. Um, oh, people were, like, dying at the fact that you didn't know who John Mayer was. Okay, yeah. Rhea started a rumor. <laughs> and I know, okay, I know who John Mayer is. Listen, I don't listen, I strictly <laughs> listen to, like, rap music and like crazy hip-hop music like I listen to like rappers that you probably would have never even heard of like I'm like a trap god like I don't know it's it's crazy I don't listen to music like that I've heard all of John Mayer's songs before obviously but I couldn't name them if you asked me to yeah and also if you put up five pictures of men that kind of looked like him I wouldn't be able to pull them out (laughs) but yeah I know who he is I had a bad day and I (laughs) I thought he was dead. And also, like, you're not in your right frame of mind on that podcast. Oh, yeah. No. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, super not in right frame of mind. So, things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, people want to know if you're going to the Barstool 500 party this weekend. No, I was going to, but I will be in Miami instead. Yeah, no. Not not happening. Neither of us. No. Um, okay. Ooh, this is good. If you had infinite money, what would you do with your life? Oh, easy. Um, I think about this every day. I would move to um, like the middle of nowhere in Africa and start a safari and just have every animal in the whole entire world. That's that's like my happiness. It's all I want. If I ever get rich one day, I will go off the grid and just have giraffes and zebras and elephants. Wow. I did not think that's where you were going. That's where I'm going. That's like my lifelong dream is just to like wow. live on a sanctuary. I, that's everything I want. You got to take a trip. I know. I do. I have to. I can make a vlog out of it. I know. You need to go. <laughs> I know. Maybe one day will when COVID's like, kind of better. Actually, no. I was going to say to go with the Barstool outdoor, Outdoors girl. Oh, but then kill all but the I was just going to say she's a hunter, so yeah. maybe don't do that. <laughs> I would literally be crying the whole time. I would try to kill her. I was going to say not sanctuary vibes. No, no. Very poacher vibes. So this person said, Brie presents herself with so much confidence. Does she feel that way really inside? If so, how? Oh, God. Well, I'm very confident in the person that I am in everything that I do and say, but I'm like, obviously struggle being in social media and looking at yourself every day. Like, mm-hmm. It's almost impossible to be confident in the way that you look, in the way that you feel about, like, yourself and your body because social media and especially TikTok rips that away from you and destroys that from you. But I am very confident in, like, myself and who I am, but not the other other end. That makes sense. Like, internally. Yeah. Like, I have confidence talking to anyone, but not looking at myself you know (laughs) I get what you're saying yeah like it's kind of sad but it's true it's like sometimes though 
this is a really this is like a stoner thought but sometimes when you're thinking about like yourself and talking mm-hmm. you almost can't picture what you look like yeah like we don't I have no idea describe yeah. it. like I have no idea what you look like you have no idea what you look like yeah it's so weird so it it's is. like sometimes who you feel inside and then you look at a photo or something you're mm-hmm. like what yeah that's me or you ever heard like the like like if you look in a mirror that's not like actually what you look like like that's not your real freaks so me it's like, out we actually have no idea what we look like <laughs> it's actually so scary maybe we look better than we think let's just let's roll with that well that's the other thing like sometimes you you know like even today I'm like oh I'm wearing a tight top and then I walk in and KFC's like cute outfit yeah <laughs> like you just never know yeah. how other people are like pe- perceiving but also you. we're stuck with ourselves in looking at ourselves for however old we are like we've been st- I've been staring at myself for 21 years of course <laughs> you're not gonna like it after that long oh like, yeah but someone new sees you they're like oh she's pretty yeah so. you know every little in and out yeah. of every blemish every yeah. little thing um, what helps you be your most authentic self on your social media platforms? Um, I don't know what helps me. I think just knowing that I don't care about comments. I don't care about, um, like social media trolls. When I first started, I would like read every comment mm. and like, it was like, it just makes you feel shitty about yourself. So once I like realized I'm doing this for me and nobody else, I was just myself on social media. Yeah, and I think TikTok is a really good platform for people being rewarded for being themselves. Yeah. Whereas Instagram rewarded people for almost like putting on a facade and being like aspirational. Mm -hmm. Whereas TikTok makes like literally Joe Schmo in Arkansas become an influencer for talking about ducks. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just like if you are entertaining and like you're actually – just fun to listen to it doesn't matter if you are rich and famous like mm-hmm. people actually like it that that's a really good point I never thought about that yeah well because I think coming from the Instagram world I think TikTok made me it's so funny I got a comment the other day which someone was like I like your content so much more now like I'd been following you mm-hmm. for years and like I just couldn't relate to the whole like, glamour yeah of Instagram and your content just like I'm connecting to it more and I was Love like that. because this is what I always wanted to be doing but that didn't Could pay my Instagram. bills mm-hmm. because on Instagram in order to get brand partnerships I had to be brand safe yep. and make my aesthetic pleasing mm-hmm. because that's the world I was in and I knew to pay my bills you had to put on that I had to be that yeah, way exactly and it wasn't that I wasn't being myself but it was in a very curated way exaggerated you know yeah yeah and whereas now I'm like blah, blah, yeah blah. And you can do that and brands like kind of like resonate with that now it's wild how it's it wild yeah well I also think because you could facetune on Instagram and mm-hmm. you can't facetune your body your nose anything mm-hmm. on tiktok mm-hmm. it's allowed us all to just be so much more like accepting of who we are yeah. and what we look like i know i love it i love it so love much. it tiktok has helped so many people so i think that's one of the biggest things to come out of the platform how mm-hmm. it's made people more accepting like in their bodies and stuff yeah and just like even like social issues that people would never talk about on instagram like people like call people out on tiktok and i'm like Fuck yeah. I know. I it's it. it's really an interesting mm-hmm. platform. Um, this person wrote something that I thought was also kind of interesting. She said, Do you ever feel like you lose your identity as someone that lives in New York City? Mm, yeah. New York City is crazy and it's <laughs> full of so many different and interesting people. And I feel like it's so hard to find your people in New York City. Like I'm like struggling to find like a friend group that like I feel myself in you know mm-hmm. like kind of feels like the same thing you got to put on a, a glamorous like lifestyle for them mm-hmm. and it's like this isn't me I feel like I don't know who I am I kind of want to do a podcast on 
levels of friendship. Mm-hmm. So you have, I saw you posted your TikTok how you've had the same like four friends for how many ever years? Yeah, 12 years, yeah. I've had the same friends since preschool, Amazing. most of them. Love it. So for like 30 years, like yeah. literally, I'm 30 years old. Like I literally have known these people since for 28 years. Yeah. And I kind of want to talk about how there's like those people that are like family almost. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the friends that you meet in college Mm -hmm. who you like choose to be friends with because you like them, not because you were like forced to grow up with them. Then there's like party friends Mm -hmm. who like, you know, are just social friends. Like they're not going to be in your wedding party, but you have a good ass time with them on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many layers to friendships. And I think sometimes like you can come in and out with people but then every so often like I met my best friend Jill working together and now she's one of my best friends of all time and like we'll be friends for life yeah so it doesn't it's New York is interesting because you meet people and they sometimes serve a purpose yeah like oh, I need someone to go out with on the weekend mm-hmm. or they sometimes actually end up being like a really good like friend real of yours friend. yeah it's wild I think I'm like kind of figuring that out that some yeah. people are just like party friends others are like real friends it's weird and it's kind of hard to navigate it is but it's it's also fun to like because you meet and you flush so many people in and out of your life like mm-hmm. not even in a bad way just like all right this relationship is over but mm-hmm. it's like it's cool you meet so many different people no I yeah I agree and I think you'll as you continue to grow in New York City mm-hmm. you'll kind of find that footing yeah okay we're gonna take one more um let me find the best one <laughs> this one's funny who are your favorite people in the office other than Rhea Fran and Keegs if she had to pick a guy oh if I had to pick a like guy. who's like your guy like or like a few um I think I think Tommy Smokes is the funniest person <laughs> you know I knew you were gonna say Tommy I, for some I literally love Tommy so I barely even talk to him I just think he's so fucking funny also Nick Terrainy he's so funny so funny but like also where I sit is like people that aren't content like jack uh-huh. and owen like i talk to them all day long and they're, they're like th- those people are some of the funniest people in the office and they're not even like on content it's wild sometimes like i feel like who you sit with is who you become friends with yeah it kind of sucks for you and i because we're both like in these corners i'm not even in the co- i'm not even on the content no, side it makes me when i first started working i was like how am i gonna meet friends if i'm like oh. yeah because i was originally sitting where edwin's sitting now yeah. like and i was like how am i gonna meet anyone and then I saw all the girls like sitting together and I was like I'm never gonna be friends with the girls but like now luckily I have Casey next to me so we talk but yeah it's interesting like where you sit kind of weird dictates who you're friends with in a way yeah it's crazy like I'm friends with all the behind the scenes people and then but but then like I'm so close to Kelly and Rhea but I don't even like sit over near them it's just it's so it's so weird the dynamic of the seats is like who you're friends with yeah honestly like work friendships and dynamics are a whole nother topic like oh it's yeah just, it takes time like you need to like get drinks with your coworkers to actually get to know them yeah you, it's not gonna happen in the office yeah like it's just a weird even though we have such a relaxed office environment mm-hmm. it's like we're all doing our work yeah exactly. we're not just like you may see like a tiktok but it's like one second of the day it's exactly. not what we're doing yeah Thank you so much for joining yes, me. Yes, this was so fun. Where could everyone follow you? Stay up to date. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, Brianna Chicken Fry, Instagram, Brianna LaPaglia, and YouTube, uh, Brianna Chicken Fry. Also, Plan Brie Uncut is my podcast, and you you can find my other ones on there, too. Yeah, she also does Because We Got High and then BFFs, yeah. which I'm sure everyone knows. All right, thank you so much. Yes, of course. Okay, guys, it is time to spill the tea. 
There's a lot going on, and Machine Gun Kelly debuted a little black tongue last night on the red carpet for, what, the Billboard Music Awards, whatever that was. Yeah, I think so. Um, interesting. This is the thing. <laughs> Him and Megan Fox are just such a vibe that I don't even care. Like, black vong, vong, I just said, black tongue, vial of blood around your neck. Do whatever you got to do. I'm into them. I love the, like, weird punk vibes. I ship it. I'm I'm really, really into these emo vibes that are coming back with Travis and Courtney and Machine Gun Kelly and Jaden and Nessa. Like it's definitely it's definitely a thing to be seen. So I'm here for it. Um Justin Bieber finally shaved his dreadlocks off. Thank God. Yeah. So he has like a buzzed head now. Yeah. It it was a, it was time. It was just like, yeah, it was a phase. He needed to get rid of it. And I think he was the only one who liked it. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing yeah. with this hair? Yeah, I guess he just can do whatever he wants, so he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he literally doesn't care. A-Rod is milking the fact that Jennifer Lopez is with Ben Affleck. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, do you not remember that you cheated on her right. and embarrassed her publicly? Yeah. He keeps posting these like really sad things like... Whatever, I just have to move on. Right, like a teenager. It's like, you messed up first. Right, exactly. I just can't with that. I'm (laughs) I'm like, come on. Yeah, no, it's like, grow up. You're an adult. You're a father. You have kids. She has kids. Like, just move on. If that's the case, like, she's moving on. Just let her be happy. I feel the worst for the kids in this whole situation. I know, because everything is so public that there's no way. And they're, they're like, still pretty young, but I think they're old enough to understand and, like, see those things if they're on social media. they thought they were this, like, big happy family. And now, no more. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's interesting. We, um, we, oh my gosh, Kylie Jenner has been showing her little sexy new body. I think she's been doing two-a-days on her stories and like it shows. Yeah. She's looking super snatched. Yeah. The entire Kardashian family is promoting 818 tequila, Kendall's mm-hmm. tequila. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. And my friend Amanda, who's going to be on my podcast actually in a few weeks from Not Skinny But Not Fat, is just obsessed with following the fact that they're all promoting 818 so much and she brings up a good point she's like are they investors because oh. Ky- yeah because Kylie has Kylie Cosmetics Courtney has Poosh Kim has Skims no one promotes those brands as yeah. much as they're all promoting this tequila yeah that's true it's like what wh- why are they going so hard for it right yeah specifically like mm-hmm. for Kendall yeah like it kind of seems like maybe they're investors yeah. or maybe Kendall just needs the help I don't true yeah I don't, I don't know. know yeah that just, is but yeah when you think about it it's not like they're the others are posting about different brands that they have and like they will occasionally but they're non-stop mm-hmm. posting about this tequila yeah. which by the way you guys know I drink tequila so like I'm a fan um yeah. and then the last thing we'll spill the tea on is the trailer dropped for the friends mm-hmm. reunion yeah and oh it's so nostalgic. I like, know. I love them. Um, I'm actually so happy that it's a reunion and not a reboot because reboots are never good. Yeah, they're never as funny. It's like when a sequel, a movie makes a sequel, it's never as funny as the Never original. as good. So, yeah, I think it's going to be like a roundtable type thing and then they'll have like different scenes and stuff. But Yeah, so I'm actually excited for it because I think it's just going to be fun to watch their dynamic and have them reminisce. Um, so I think it will be great. 
But yeah, that's the tea for this week. Nothing super juicy, but just to keep you guys updated on what's going on in pop culture. If you are a fan of The Housewives or Bravo TV, I am doing Real Housewives of New York recaps all season long with Pat and some guys from the office. So um, if you guys want to follow us, it's a digital only show on YouTube and Instagram. So it's called The Binge by Barstool. And you could just find us, um, again, on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Binge by Barstool. So definitely follow us there if you're a Bravo TV fan. But yeah, that's today's tea. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Brianna. It's always great to get to talk to a coworker of mine um, just about their experience and their journey. And um, as someone that's like 21, it's so cool for me to see how successful she is and Yeah, just really enjoyed connecting. So I will be back. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're loving the pod, please leave five stars and a written review. And don't forget to join us over on Facebook. So if you'd like to be part of the Tea Tribe, I have the link in my bio on Instagram and TikTok to join our closed Facebook group where we talk about literally anything. Um, So join us there. 